folks, this is the stage. The American Contractor Summit is gonna take place right here on this very stage in just a few days. If you haven't gotten your tickets for this state-of-the-art event, first of its kind virtual conference, you need to do that right away. We're gonna have a ton of people on the stage like Jim Johnson, Dale Childress, Hunter Ballou, Chuck Doki, and a whole bunch of others that are gonna bring you tons of value and help your teams and your businesses explode in 2021. Get your tickets, American Contractor Summit, January 14th and 15th. I'll see you there. Welcome to the American Contractor Show, folks. I'm your host, John Dye, and I'm so excited today because we've got a lot going on, and it's uh, the week of Christmas, and we're doing a live episode, truly live episode. I haven't done this in a while, so it's kind of cool to be here with you guys, and always an honor and a pleasure when I get to spend time with the amazing American Contractor Show audience. Today's episode, though, is extremely, extremely cool for us. We have the one and only Letitia Hankey, if you guys don't know who she is. She is someone that you guys need to know. She was just recently named the 2020 Residential Roofing Contractor of the Year by Contractor Magazine and uh, was on the Micro Show and uh, Kelly Clarkson Show. And she was, um, she's got some amazing, amazing insight as to what she's done to grow her business, but not just that, but what she's doing to uh, grow her community and to share uh, from you know her business into the minds of young uh, people within their community and giving them the opportunities that we all have experienced because of the trades, because of roofing and construction, electrical, whatever trades that you're in. We all know that these are a, a great place to be and a great place to work. And so she's sharing those opportunities with the young people of, of today who probably aren't getting a lot of exposure to that. And so we'll talk about that with her and I'm really excited to have her. So thank you so much for joining the American Contractor Show and uh, she'll be right with us after this. Welcome to the American Contractor Show, the show that's all about American contractors living the American dream. I'm your host, John Dye. Each episode, we'll introduce you to contractors just like you who have beaten the odds and leveled up their game to become the dominant force in their markets. Together, we'll explore the tools and tactics that unlock the secrets to their success. Join me as we begin the journey that leads to the realization of your American dream. Well, welcome back, guys. And Letitia, thank you so much for joining me today. It's so such an honor. Like I'm, I'm like fanboying over here because it's like it's Letitia Hankey. She's on the oh, show with us. She's amazing. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm happy to be here. No, it's an honor. And you know, I, I love your story. I've I've watched some of the stuff that you've done and uh, read a lot about it. Heard a lot of it from my wife too. She's followed you and stalked you a ton. And she's just like, this lady's amazing. You got to get her on the show. And just to have you here is amazing. And I was really hoping you can come to the summit, but I get it. I know with COVID and everything, everything's kind of insane. But thank you for at least coming on the show today and sharing knowledge with uh, with our audience. Because I think there's so much inspiration right here. And I'm really excited to have you. I am so excited to be here. You have no idea. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy that you contacted me. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, Letitia, it's been a crazy year and you're in California. Yeah. Which has become one of the one of the weirdest places in the industry. And and really honestly, like I could talk to a lot of people and we don't get to talk to a lot of people from California. I've talked to I think like Dave Sullivan and some of the guys out there that do uh the podcast world that's in out of San Francisco, but 
contractors wise though it's like a different world and and yeah. to be named 2020 in residential contractor of the year that's such a huge honor and especially as a year like this but i want you to share your story a little bit and and kind of where you come from in the industry and inspire us today that's that's the goal so thank you for being here sure well um well yeah i started so it's been about 25 years now so i would i'm a musician so i actually was um in college uh, going to school for music and uh but i was pretty starving i was broke pretty much throughout my whole college years and um started working for a roofing company i was about 19 years old and i was the receptionist with the company and my boss, after a few years, um, he wanted me to just keep moving up in the company. So I became the office manager and the manager of the company. And after a few years, he's like, hey, I want to retire. I want you to buy my company. I'm like, uh, I'm not a roofer. So how am I going to do that? And he <laughs> said, don't worry. Let's, I'll teach you how to do that. So after about four more years of roofing, and I'm like, okay, I can do this now. And I said, I'm going to start my own company. And in 2004, I got my license, started my own company. And uh, grew the business over the years with just a great team of, of people. I have literally the best team ever. And um, we've had a lot of obstacles along the way, but I just pushed through them all and made it happen. I think it's important that people understand, though, like roofing in California is a lot different than roofing in like a lot of the states out here, like in the Midwest or in the South or East Coast. Yes. Um, you know, you guys have some very strict licensing requirements. You guys... Yeah. Um, it's not a pre prevalent storm market like out in the Midwest. Like we work a lot with hailstorms and and, uh, you know, it's very it's a lot easier to get into the business um, than I think it is for people in California. Can you kind of walk us through like what the licensing looks like and that kind of stuff for for businesses out there? And just to kind of give us an example. So you have to have a license for um, all of the specialties. So I have to ha I have a roofing license. I have a sheet metal license. I have a solar license. Wow. So you have to, yeah, you have to take a test uh, for all of them. But you also have to pass the law. And there's a lot involved in that one because California has so many laws when it comes to contractors. Now, it's really great in a way because it protects a lot of our customers. You know, um, we have to have, you know, workers' comp insurance. So that's going to protect our employees, you know, so... But, you know, you have to have all that stuff in order to be in business here. Being in California, I'm in Northern California, so we have some of the best weather ever up here. So, you know, it's December right now and, you know, 75 degrees. So we're still roofing um, like crazy big projects and small projects. So that's also a really nice part about being up here in California because, you know, we don't have the snow and ice and all that stuff. So it's really nice. Well, yeah, and and you guys have, but it's a whole different world. Like out here, I mean, we don't have as as strict a licensing. We don't have to carry. I mean, you got probably like five or six right now. You're talking about just with, within all the stuff that you have to do, not including probably all the municipalities that you guys work in, and all the the local businesses like business licenses you got to have. I mean, I was in one contractor's office in Denver a couple of weeks ago. And I think he said that he had to renew like seventy different licenses every year, just yeah. in Colorado. And I'm like, man, that's like, that's crazy to think about how many licenses, but you know, you've gone through all these things and yeah. you built a, a rather large business. You guys are in multiple cities now too, right? 
Yeah, we service several counties around my area. So it's Napa County, Marin County, San Francisco, Sonoma County. And you're right about the licenses. You have to have a license for every city that you're working in. So every little town that you have. So we're Santa Rosa, Rona Park, Petaluma. You have to have a license for every single one of those cities. So I understand how he has like 70 of them because I probably have around the same. And, um, you know, you got to get you got to pull permits for all the jobs that you're doing. So, you know, I was, I remember I was, I think it was in Utah and someone said, someone was joking around. They're like, yeah, if you, as long as you have a bike and you can put a ladder on the bike, you, you can be a roofer. And I'm like, really? Yep. That might have been Texas that they were talking about. But I just was like, well, what do you mean? You don't need a license, you know, to be a roofer. They're like, no, you just put a ladder on the bike and you're a roofer now. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't fly over here in California. That's for sure. No, it's a whole different world. And the, the regulations are different. The OSHA, like all the different safety requirements. You talked about workers comp and, and you know, uh, you guys keep most of your employees as W-2s, like even your installers and everything else. That's correct. Yeah, yes. they're W-2. They're actually employees of the company. And, and yes, OSHA has a whole, there's a whole task force that just goes around looking for contractors that don't have their ladders tied off. And, you know, they come in and, you know, you get cited. We're part of their OSHA program. So if they were to come on one of our job sites, all my crew has to do is say, hey, we're part of your OSHA program. And then they kind of back off and then they just contact me. Okay. But otherwise, they're just they're just roaming around, you know, looking for contractors to site, especially since we're doing a lot of rebuilding from all the fires. So. Yeah, which that's an interesting uh, issue in itself because now you guys are having to rebuild. Roofing is 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 a lot less. Uh, you know, over here we we're constantly re-roofing roofs. Over there, I think roofs last a lot longer than they do in the Midwest. So yeah, yeah, that's true. So with the with the fires, that's causing you guys an influx of work this year. That's probably you know not normal for you. Yeah, we were all busy before the fires happened. So 2017 was when we had our biggest fire, which was the Tubbs fire. And um, and then it subsequently, subsequently we had another one in you know, 18, 19, and then 20, we've had two big ones. And it's just constant and they're burning down buildings, commercial buildings, homes. So we had 5,500 structures burned down in 2017 that we're still doing we're still building those homes and now we've had hundreds and hundreds of more so it's just constant we're constantly you know in this building so that's why you know this is a great industry to be in because we're we're essential and yeah. essential for quite some time that's so that's so cool and and you've built this amazing company you've got all these processes all these people in place you guys have uh you know this isn't easy i know from watching other contractors do it there's nothing easy about what you're doing yeah. And then to top it all off, though, you've started this other little this this passion project. And I shouldn't say little because it's it's incredible and it's I was so well run. I was so impressed by it. Um, the Lime Foundation. I'd love for you to talk about that and tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing with that. Sure. Well, one of our main programs is the Next Gen Trades Academy. So around it's been about five, almost six years ago. Um, I always had problems hiring, you know, finding good roofers, you know, to come in. I get a lot of seasoned roofers that would come in and they think they know everything. And so I'm just but then I started hiring young people that didn't know anything at all and training them and realizing how great that was because they would learn the way we wanted them to learn. So I got together with a few of my other contractors and you know, generals and painters, and I said, Hey guys, you know. If I started this Trades Academy training young people, would you be interested in hiring them and training them? And they all said yes. 
every single one of them. So I was like, okay. So I started a nonprofit in this Next Gen Trades Academy, and we're training young people ages 16 to 24 in, in educating them about the trades and how they can have a great career in the trades industry because most of them are told to go to college, but some of them don't want to go to college or even can't go to college. So now we're swooping them up and we're training them in the trades and getting them amazing, crazy jobs in the trades industry. Well, it's kind of, it's so crazy because I think of like my dad's generation and, you know, uh, my father-in-law's generation where, you know, they had like shop class and they had like, you know, my father-in-law talks about how when he was in high school, they were building and racing cars and, and, you know, like all these things that nowadays, you know, when I went to college or when I went to high school, I was, I was pushed so hard to go to college. Um, that, you know, it was just a constant thing. If you don't go to college, you're not going to make it. If you don't, if, if, if you don't have an education, you're, you're basically stuck in the world. And now we're seeing like all these kids that are going to college, they're coming out and they can't find a job because of college, the, the, the market for those, for those, uh, the job market for them is so, so competitive right. and we're over here in the trades and we're like, man, we need help. Yes. And you're absolutely right. And so what you're doing is so incredible. Thank you. They're dropping out of college. They're going to college for four years, five years, getting into debt. And then mm -hmm. they drop, they drop out of college or they finish college and still can't get a job. And you know, where they just spent five years in getting. So we're, we're grabbing those ones too. And we're just like, Hey, have you ever thought about being a painter? <laughs> and, and now they're working in these jobs, making 25 and $30 an hour. Um, and we have a couple of, uh, quite a few contractors that are really high end contractors. So they travel around the world doing projects. And That's so we awesome. get students, you know, working with people like that, that caliber. Um, it's, it's just amazing. And we also teach these young people how this is one of the only industries in construction where you can start off at $16 an hour. And then within a year, you're at $23 an hour. You know, a lot of our students have just worked really hard and they've, you know, been able to get a raise in one year, huge raises. So that means a lot, especially here in California. It's very expensive over here to live. So it's oh yeah, good. yeah, it's a whole different world. And and I I really think that this is one of the things that you know contractors need to think about what the future is. And you're thinking you know five or ten steps ahead of everyone else by putting together these programs and and giving people opportunities at such a young age that otherwise, like you said, some of them can't go to college. Not everyone can go That's to college. Right. It's not easy to go to college. And for some people, it's not the smartest thing to do either. You're going to walk out of there with a ton of debt. Um, I mean, you've really got to be structured and planned out in order to make that really work. And, and it's trades is such a cool opportunity. It is. Um, it's such a great place to start and to get people involved. And so I really, I commend you on that, but talk to me a little bit about kind of the thought process that it went from being, you know, the business owner to now, okay, let's, let's set up a, a foundation. Like let's set up this, this next gen's trades Academy. Like how did you get to that? Like, how did you go about that? Because I think a lot of contractors would love to do this kind of stuff, but they don't realize how this opportunity really works. Yeah. It, it was just, you know, I've always, I always loved giving back, you know, whether it's just making donations or volunteering and things, but I just wanted to give back more. I've, I've been blessed to have such um, an, an amazing company that has flourished and done very well. And I just wanted to be able to give back in some way, you know, how do I, how do I help others, you know, 
get get above, right? And that's that's really how it all happened. I just really I had all these passions and things inside of me, and I wanted to be able to, you know, give give that away, right? So I, I got together with some great folks that have really helped me along the way to make it happen. And I started the nonprofit because you know part of it is other programs. I have my music program because I'm a musician, and that helps a lot of our at risk youth. And I really just want to help a lot of these young people um, that have gone through so much in their lives have a, have a better life. And I knew they could do that in construction because they get to work with their hands and kind of have that sense of pride when they're building something and making something. And then I get to see it. You know, they come and tell me how, you know, someone who used to be in a gang and getting into trouble has turned their lives completely around and you know, they tell me that I saved their life. You know, I mean, there's nothing better than that is to have someone come back and say, hey, you saved my life. So, um, yeah, there's not much more I can say than that. No, and that's that's amazing. And that's a that's that's the part of it where I think a lot of contractors, they want to find those places to give. They want to find those places to get involved. And and it's 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 right in front of you. Yes. You just have to have the same desire like. Well, you know, it's it's just it's just like starting another business in all reality. Um, watching, you know, some of our my my colleagues. I know Troy Clymer started the Catalyst Group with some other industry experts, with Jim Johnson and some other guys. And watching how that's evolved into a nonprofit in and of itself is so uh, it's so cool. But it's also it's like it's it's doable. And and being a part of the community in that way is probably extremely valuable for your business too. Yes. So um, I've had countless clients say that so on every contract that I have I donate um, up to five percent of my net profit so that's how we fund the fund the program is that way for me privately and then other contractors do it the same way so when we have it brochures and we bring that with us when we're with a con uh, with our customer we let them know hey you're not only getting a brand new roof but at the same time you're helping these young people have a better life so it you can tell like the full story and people have signed my contracts just because they know that it's going to a bit a better cause so you may not want to necessarily start your own nonprofit, but you can get involved in other nonprofits in your area that are kind of doing that same thing by mentoring. You could just be a mentor. A lot of our contractors, they're just mentors for these students. So, you know, you don't have to be the one to actually start it, but it's nice to just get involved in something like that. And your clients will appreciate it knowing that you're a mentor for someone. So you said something interesting. So you guys, so you said other contractors as well. So you guys are partnered together on this. Other contractors in the area are donating to this program, right? Yes. Yeah, we have 160 contractors that are part of the program right now. No kidding. That's <laughs> impressive. <Okay>. Just locally. <laughs> And that just goes to show like out here, you can, you can barely get like three contractors to get together and agree on something. You got 160 contractors all agreeing yeah. on something that is phenomenal. Congratulations. Thank Great. you very much. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. so cool. They no, just and, keep telling each other. They're just like, I just hired this kid and he's amazing. He's better than anyone else I've ever hired. And it's, it's easy because it's all word of mouth. Like I barely have to do anything because they're all telling all their contractor friends and then they come to us. So it's, it's just been really great to grow in that way and, you know, by referral. So it's been, it's been really fun. That's so cool. <laughs> and that's, you know, that that's, that's so unheard of in our, in our space. And, and it's funny because I was just on another call before this talking to a, a, an industry leader and we were talking about how quickly the whole industry has changed. 
And and it's usually what's funny about that is it's like this on a macro scale too. Usually, what California does, the rest of the the rest of the country will adopt eventually. (laughs) And so, kind of watching what you're doing and how things are working out there, kind of is like a glimpse into the future for what's going to happen without throughout the entire industry in the next few years. Um, I'm curious how how are you guys expanding that? And is it going to come this way? Hopefully, at some point. Yeah, so we we did a pilot this time. We had a student that's in Savannah, Georgia, take our class. And it has to do a lot with what you said earlier. There's so many different regulations in every state, every city. So we're still getting used to what those regulations are. But we did do a pilot to see how that went um, for him. So far, it went so well. He finished the class. Um, but we did get quite a, um, from the micro, micro show, especially lots of people from all over the country that want the program in all these different areas. So um, I'm connected with a networking group called BNI. And so luckily there's yeah. contractors in every, pretty much every state and lots of cities that are ready and willing to be a part of the program. So yes, we are in that process of expanding. And that way, you know, there's so many other areas that can just take the model that we already have and be able to do it right there. And it's, it's a really simple model as well. So I'm really so, excited about that. So is BNI uh, a part of this as well? Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, um, they're a networking group that I'm in that has a bunch of contractors. So I started okay. off with all of those contractors and now I network with all the other contractors in other states. So that way they know that we can do the Next Gen Trades Academy in their state. And now we can go ahead and have like all over the United States and do it everywhere. We are, we're actually in the Bahamas as well. So in okay. <laughs> Luthera, we went and did some solar classes there. So um, that's the only way to do it is to network with each other and contractors networking with each other. And that's, that's been the best way to do it. So, okay. Well, this is, this is phenomenal. And I'm going to encourage all of the people that watch this show to definitely reach out to you or reach out to the, did you reach out to the Lime Foundation? Is that where it comes yes, from? Or- Lime Foundation. Okay. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. We'll make sure it's tagged in here because this is the, something that I think a lot of people need to start getting involved with, uh, you know, across the country. And this is, and it doesn't matter if you're a roofing contractor, probably, or or a solar or electrical or plumber or whatever else. Like, if you're a GC and you guys need trades help and you want to start to help your community, I mean, just thinking like what you said earlier, you're saving lives essentially. Like yeah. people are uh, going from being you know, underprivileged or, you know, having a rough time, you know, I know home lives with people is, is, could be a huge issue, especially with today's young people. And then you throw on top of that, a massive pandemic. That's oh you my know, gosh. kids, you know, think about where are kids working when they're 16 years old. I mean, when I was 16, I worked at a steak and shake. Okay, yeah, I worked at a restaurant, right? yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. can I, if, if, if I was 16 in 2020, would I be working like I did when I was 16 years ago? No, absolutely not. Nope. There's no way. And so what you guys are doing is so fundamentally uh, important to these kids' lives and the opportunities you guys are presenting. And so I'm, I'm really excited about this because I, I haven't seen anything like it, especially not in our space. And you bringing this together and, and I mean, just in general, like your personality, the way you are, I'm just like, man, I just want to be around Letitia all the time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I'm really excited as well. I, I love I love this program with all my heart. Luckily, my staff, you know, runs the construction part so I can spend so much time in the Next Gen Trades Academy portion because there's so many young people out there. I mean, who's going to take our place? You know, when we retire, mm-hmm. you know, out of, out of you know, construct, who's going to take our place? You know, we have a big gap there. So I'm really excited as well. We need to train some of these young folks and get them into the trades. 
No, it's such a huge testament to your leadership. I see why you were named the 2020 Residential Roofing Contractor of the Year. Congratulations. Also, congratulations on your wedding. Thank you. So many good things happening for you in 2020. And, uh, you know, I'm excited that we can be a small part of that and share this out to our to our viewers and, and give you guys, you know, something that is important that can connect you to the future. And so what are the plans right now, Letitia? Like, what are you guys, uh, what's your guys' goal right now for 2021? Right now we want to get through this pandemic. <laughs> That's number one. I mean, we're staying. Fair enough. Uh, we're doing our, so we're not doing our classes in person anymore. We're doing them all um, through Zoom. So, okay. um, which we've had the same results in Zoom than we, you know, did. So we're going to stay with that and expand doing more classes since we are able to do it on Zoom. We're able to start expanding another area. So we are going to start small and just expand towards the Bay Area first and just building our plan for expansion for United States and um that's really all we have planned for 2021 is just keep that keep that going um because i know there's just a lot that we can do um in this you know computer zoom format for right now so that's our biggest plan right now for 2021 awesome and i think it's going to be really cool and um i'm excited for your growth and for doing this and i really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing your passion and uh what you're doing i know we'll have you at a future summit at some point speak <laughs> Because that's that's like a Letitia's honor. Like I feel like you gave us a rain check, anyways. So <laughs> I did. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely have you on because, and I'm I'm gonna have to come out and see you guys too. I want to do some more, get more information on this too, and, and get this yeah. out to our. So once this pandemic thing kind of clears up and you guys are comfortable, I'll be more than happy to come out. Uh, count me in a hundred percent. So count me in as well. Hundred <laughs> percent. Awesome. Folks, Letitia Hankey, you guys need to get to know her, get to know what she's doing. She is doing some amazing stuff with the Next Gen program and the Lion Foundation and ARS. I cannot stress enough how cool that this is. And, and you know, this is an opportunity for us as contractors to give back, become better, and uh, change change our communities. I think contractors are so focused on we got to make sales, we got to build processes, we got to build a business, and that's all good and in, in everything. But then what? Then what? what? You've done all that. Let's say you've done all those things already. You've got a company. You guys are doing great. Then what? This is your then what? Find your then what like like Letitia has. How has that changed your 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 perspective? I you know, I know what I want to do in my retirement. You know, for me, it was just like, okay, I build this, you know, great company and stuff. What what am I gonna do when I retire? And for me, building this nonprofit has given me a, a purpose, you know, for when I retire that I have something to go to. You know, I'll be able to just continue being a mentor and helping young people eventually start their own businesses, right? And and then they do the same thing. Go they'll go full circle. They'll be hiring students from the program. I mean, that's my biggest goal is to see a student go through my program, get their license, and then hire someone from the program. So that's what I'm looking forward to, you know, later on. So Letitia, that's so cool. And I think that's an inspiration to all of us. So I really appreciate you joining us today and being a part of this episode. And we will definitely be in touch in the future. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Are you doing something unique, innovative, or just playing cool with your contracting business and want to show off a little bit? We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at showcase at americancontractorshow.com and let us know what you're up to. We'd love to hear from you and maybe we'll feature you on a future episode.